Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Nerd Speak. I'm Adam Copley, joined by Jay Patel once again. Uh, today is January 3rd, as of one minute ago. We're recording this at 12.01 a.m. Technically, it's Monday, but the day we've been awake has been a nice Sunday in football. And uh, yeah, that's what we're going to talk about again today. Another football episode as we return. Um, you know, football is a good sport. We talk about it a lot. And yeah, we're just going to you know, get a little recap of today's games and go from there. Um, starting out, Rams at Baltimore. Uh, this was a great game. Yeah. Odell Beckham Jr., man. Like, yeah. Y'all said that it was Baker Mayfield, and, like, I don't understand how anyone thought Odell was washed. The dude is just, oh, my God. You know the New York yeah. Giants had Odell? Dude, imagine. I mean, like, mm. that one stat that keeps going around, I think it's, like, since they cut Odell, Baker oh. has the same number of touchdowns to his wide receivers as like Odell does with the Rams, or it might even be like a longer span than that or something. But yeah, I don't know if you thought the problem with that team was Odell Beckham or something massively going wrong in your brain. I mean, like, and for the Browns to get eliminated today too. Like, I don't want to say like I'm enjoyed by that, but I'm not, not enjoyed by that at the same time. Cause like, I don't really like Baker Mayfield that much. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I don't like Baker. Yeah. Like, <clears throat> that, that, the, the top three of that draft is just, I mean, who is fourth? Chubb, right? Yeah, Chubb's legit. But, you know, like. Oh, it was Denzel Ward, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. Chubb. I, I don't know. I thought they yeah, drafted Chubb. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Ward, Ward's going to get paid. Ward's good, yeah. yeah. And then Chubb, then Nelson. So the four through six went much better than one through yeah. four. All like the position players that were drafted that high, except for Saquon, obviously, yeah. are like really good. The quarterbacks are was so so. Yeah. Um, Tyler Huntley, though. Tyler, Tyler Huntley. I mean, <laughs> I don't think he was as good as he was in his last couple games today, but I think the Ravens gonna. They don't have like a decision to make per se, but whether they trade him for like a couple picks or you know, try to get him to stay on as a backup. I think that'll be pretty interesting this offseason. No, I mean, I mean, if you're the Ravens, it's like, obviously he's a backup quarterback. And, you know, I feel like every offseason you're like, oh, do we really need to give a back? To g- yeah. Like, he's our backup. We can trade him. But you have Lamar Jackson. That guy likes running. I mean, yeah. that's his bread and butter. Yeah. And, like, and he, he can get like, injured. Yeah, you know? he's a natural replacement for Lamar, too. Like, their skill sets yeah. are pretty similar. I think yeah. Huntley's a little less of, like, a runner, more of a pocket passer. But, yeah, no, it's it'll be interesting to see what they do with him. Yeah. Um, yeah, so moving on to Buffalo-Atlanta. Um, the 1 o'clock slate of games I actually watched a ton of for the first time in a while, actually. Yeah. And then the 4 o'clock I kind of zoned out during. Yeah. But... This Buffalo-Atlanta game, Buffalo was up by two touchdowns. Atlanta came down. Matt Ryan scored a touchdown. They ruled he was down at the one. But then they moved back 15 yards because Matt Ryan taunted a Bills player. which, yeah. And then they ended up uh, not converting the fourth and goal. But so interesting stuff there. A lot to break, yeah. <laughs> to break down. First off, the taunting penalties are just stupid. 
Very stupid. I mean, I like, thought what Matt Ryan did and what I don't know what he said, obviously, but it looked like he was saying some awesome stuff. Like they looked like it was justified. I don't see yeah, any reason. To call Matt Ryan. It, like but, in the end, Matt Ryan. That's a sick. That's a sick move. Like you yeah. score a touchdown on someone, you get to talk some shit. Yeah, exactly. It, 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 like I mean, this isn't just. I, I mean, like there aren't taunting penalties in most sports because. But there's not even taunting penalties in like baseball. I know there's no penalties, but like yeah. baseball's not not even a contact sport, and guys talk shit. Like exactly, it's football. Like when you're going up against people trying to like destroy you and give you CTE, you know, there's gonna be some like right? yeah. violent words. And it's like, just like it's that's that. how the game works. It's like how kids grow up playing it. Kids yeah. in college the same way. Yeah, not, not yeah. to be like a like the old times guy, but like come on, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, this is an old like this is a rule implemented by an old times guy. Like yeah. that's just John Mara thinking that oh that oh the game is like I, I don't know too much fun. Who, who knows? <laughs> yeah, the Falcons though. So they somehow got seven wins this year. They have a minus one thirty six point differential. Jesus Christ! They like sneakily did it. Like yeah, like they were team like I just like checked their record and I was like. Oh word! Like yeah, good on them. Like now they got like a they have like another decision to make on their hands now. Whether you know, I think they have to keep Matt Ryan. I don't see them trading him now. But they just don't really have a replacement. I think yeah, and like this year's draft, they're going to be pretty low. Yeah, and I mean, even though it's not a QB draft. You know, the way things work yeah. in the next four months, QBs will probably go high. Yeah, I think they'll try to, like, fake convince themselves that, like, they're a good team because they got seven wins this year and, like, yeah. try to build off it next year. I think, like, definitely, like, they can be better than this, but, like, you just have to account for the fact that you benefited a lot from, like, just variance this year, you know, going seven to nine as of now. So I think, like, you have to be realistic. So I don't think, like, Ryan will get traded, but... You know, just got to consider both sides, I guess. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. Um, Buffalo, on the other hand, I mean, they look, you know, same as always. I think Allen got back to playing, like, last year's football a little more, which is, you know, obviously beneficial to them. The Bills, they're legitimate. Yeah. They've had some really, really weird games, which I feel like happens to every team. Every yeah. year, they'll just have like this random horrid game, and you'll be like, "Okay, think, that yeah, looks weird." Every single team has that. Yeah, it's just I mean, how the Bucks today. Like, exactly. You know, <laughs> it's just the Bucks. game. You're like, they sh- that that shouldn't have happened, but it yeah. Did. Um. Yeah, we're gonna have Bucks a little later, but um, here's the game: Giants Bears. <laughs> <laughs> Bears won twenty nine to three. The last episode, we talked all about the Giants. I yeah, mean, there's not much more let's to cover say. them quick today. More the, the one thing I want to say, I mean, if you're John Mara, you can't have decided that Joe Judge is your coach yeah. for so many reasons, but mostly that I, I think that post game, it seemed like a plea to John Mara, like asking him yeah. to keep him. Yeah. If uh, and, if you're you know not a Giants fan and you haven't, if for some reason you haven't seen Joe Judge's presser from today. 
please go just search it up watch it's it entertaining whatever. as hell it it's legitimately entertaining and it's not short too i believe it was like 10 or 11 minutes it, it was an 11 minute response to one question then the question was basically like why should fans the fans care faith in you? yeah and one of his answers like dan Dugan did a good little recap but one of them was basically him saying that players from other teams have that 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 were they used to be giants who took more money to leave the giants have called him twice a week yeah. saying that they wish they were still with the giants so so many things wrong with that one it's a lie two if it's the truth it's tampering uh-huh. and three i mean obviously it's a lie but why why would they want like yeah. what would they be like like oh man i really like what team could they have possibly went to yeah. And like, where Dalvin Tomlinson go? The Vikings, right? Yeah. I mean, the Vikings have been solid. But yeah. Not, not great. Certainly but, better than the Giants. But, like, who could have possibly left the Giants, gone to a team that's that that would make them say, I need to go back to the Giants? Because yeah. every other team besides Jacksonville the, and the Lions, at least, mm-hmm. even the Lions, that, that's not a good culture. They've had some fun wins. Like, the yeah. Giants haven't had a fun win this year. Yeah, I mean, nothing about the Giants is particularly inspiring. Honestly, the same probably goes for the Bears, although they do have a quarterback to look forward to. We have nothing. The Bears, I don't know. They looked about what you should against a team like the Giants today. They did their job. Not much else to say there. I mean, the Bears just showed that the Giants are probably the worst or second worst team. Yeah, I mean, like, if. So we say like the Jaguars are like the other worst team in football, right? Yeah, it's one of them. Like the Giants and Jags played each other on like a neutral field right now. It the Jags got to be favored, right? I, I would just because I mean Lawrence has been horrid, but they he's still, still have better Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, yeah, he just he's better than I mean Mike Glennon and J, Mike Glennon. The Giants had negative ten net passing yards today. Yeah, Mike Glennon had twenty fourth, and they set the record for fewest passing yards. I mean, yeah. this is the team we're talking about. I mean, this yeah. team's offense is. It's not just inept. It's the worst offense I've seen in my entire life. Like they, exactly. I mean, they're, they're running the yeah. ball in third and ten. I think the Jags would be favored by maybe a field goal. Certainly minus one and a half, minus two and a half. Yeah, maybe. I mean, that's what that, that's what you're talking about. I mean, this team is just yeah. It's in, it's the worst season I've ever watched as a Giant fan, and I've been a giant fan for the past five years like what yeah like i mean they're they've been that bad yeah how far um, they fall game after that so yeah. then you had this was probably the most entertaining game of the day um so you could probably guess what game we're going to talk about but the chiefs bengals i was really good game um yeah the game was sick the last the last drive the bengals had was one of the most perplexing things i've seen in a while because <laughs> So not only do you have a quarterback, right, that tore his ACL, I think it was last year, and you try to run, I think it was like two QB sneaks with him your first try, but you also have Joe Mixon, who's like a good red zone running back, can get you in the end zone. Then on the other hand, you have the Chiefs, who don't have any timeouts left, so they need the Bengals to score in order to get the ball back. And Andy Reid didn't, you know, didn't, I don't think he managed that particularly well. And then the Bengals did get bailed out, though, with the Chiefs, a couple penalties, eventually allowing them to, you know, kick a field goal to win that game. Main storyline, though, I think, Burrow to Jamar Chase. That's unreal. He had, I want to say it was like 260-something receiving yards again today. 
don't know. He's, yeah, he's just really good at football. I mean, he had the most receiving yards in a game by a rookie. Yeah. Period. I mean, this dude is, he's an animal. I feel like people, yeah. I mean, Burrow said after the game, he said it's like the meme. He just, he said, fuck it. Yeah, throw it, throw it up to Chase. Chase's got to be down there somewhere. <laughs> like, I mean, they're, the Bengals are a good team, and they shouldn't be by any standard other than the fact that they have one wide receiver and one quarterback. Mm-hmm. And that's enough. I mean, and Joe Mixon's good, but like, I mean, that's enough. And that goes to show you what a rebuild should look like. And it's finding that once you, I mean, it's a quarterback league, and Joe Burrow's legit, and Jamar Chase is a number one of number one receivers. Yeah. I mean, it, the, they've, they've had an amazing year just yeah. two years after being the worst team in football. And Burrow had. <laughs> Burrow had 0.55 EPA per play today. Uh, that's insane. It was insane. He had, like, so if you get that out to total EPA, right, he had 28.4, which is pretty funny because I tweeted about this earlier, but in the Giants game, Mike Glennon had negative 31 EPA total. 31? Yeah, negative 31. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think uh, this game was weird, though, because the Chiefs only scored three points in the second half, too. Yeah. No, but I, I think both offenses... I they mean, both stalled a bit in the second half. Yeah. But, I don't know, it's the Chiefs. You don't really expect that from, like, a team. No, 100%. And it's not like, you know, Hill and Kelsey were both back. So Yeah, it was a weird game for the Chiefs. Yeah. I, I mean, the Chiefs are, such, are also just a weird team. Because it's like, they, they, they've had a lot of these bad games yeah but they're a great i mean i'm not I, I still would pick them to get out of the afc but like yeah. they've had a lot of these games where you're like okay what happened this, yeah, this game i don't know if that like, counts but again they scored you said three points in the second half is not yeah but the, the it, didn't feel like it was like a bad game per se it's just kind of like the first half and second half is like completely different game mm. it's really weird another thing related to this game though um Demarcus Robinson, the Chiefs receiver, he scored on, I think it was like a post route to the end zone. And I really start to appreciate like old NFL players commenting on the game now. It's like Mitchell Schwartz, obviously, the old tackle for the Chiefs. He like talks a lot of football on his Twitter account. And he said today, like as soon as I think Robinson scored about, he was like, he tweeted out, D Rob's really like the best post route runner in the NFL. I was like, I never would have thought of that. Like Demarcus Robinson. Yeah. I never would have thought of that. But it's pretty cool to like see like the insight of like ex players in the football. No, yeah. No, that's true. It's a good game. I mean that, that those last fifty seconds were just weird because it was they went for it and then you're like, Oh, that was a bad decision and then yeah. they did it again after a penalty and then they luckily got out of that with a hands to the face penalty. Yeah. And then they ended up just kneel and that burrow got hurt on and then kneeled it and yeah. kicked the field goal. I mean, good for them. They won the division, which is a really interesting division because it's like, but the worst team in that division as of now is the Browns at seven and eight. Yeah, like, that's a good. I mean, they're a good. The Browns. It's a great division. I mean, that, that's a legit. I still division. think you know if the Ravens didn't get like decimated by injuries, I think they would have won it. Yeah, because they lost like that. their last like five games now. I think they've only lost by like a combined margin of like around twenty. Yeah, and if they have it's Lamar, that probably, they probably yeah. make that up. Like Hunley's been great, but Lamar's Lamar. So. Yeah. Plus, like they don't have a secondary anymore. It's just practice squad guys. 
Uh, moving on, Vegas, Indianapolis, another really good finish. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Indianapolis would probably. I mean, I love the way they built this team, and if they didn't have Carson Wentz as their quarterback, I would be all in on them. Yeah, but they do, and he's just—he's not legit. I mean, yeah, yeah no, just, he's not. Good. Jonathan Taylor's been ridiculous. Uh huh. They have a—I mean—they have a great offensive line. I mean, they're a great, their defense is good. I mean, they have a really good all-around team, and they're relying so much on Carson Wentz, and he's. Not the guy to rely on. Definitely no. not first round pick giving up reliance. Yeah. The spread for this game closed at Indianapolis minus 8.5, which feels really crazy. It just feels too high. Yeah, it does. Even like, I don't know. Yeah, that feels way too high. I think the Colts, they kind of handicapped themselves as long as they have Carson Wentz because we know that Carson Wentz isn't, you know, good. So it's like, you're putting a ceiling on yourself, which kind of sucks. But the rest of their team is great. The Raiders, they surprised, they surprised me, honestly. Like, I thought after, like, you know, the whole thing with Gruden happened and uh, just everything that's going uh, around with, like, the Raiders this year, I feel like they would not have kind of bounced back after they fell to, like, 6-7, and seven, I think it was. And now they're in a win-it-all game next week, so props to them. Yeah. No, yeah, they're another team that I don't know why I just thought was worse than they are. Yeah, record-wise, like I mean, it's mainly because once you lose to the Giants, I'm like, oh, you cannot be a good team. And that's suddenly they're nine and seven, so quality yeah. win by the Giants. And, you, and they're doing this all without Darren Waller too. Yeah, he hasn't played in a couple weeks. Hunter Renfro looks like <clears throat> really good wide receiver, and Zay Jones has stepped up too. But Hunter Renfro being a good receiver is really just like the Wes Welker prototype. Yeah, for sure. They're in my. They are minus sixty eight this year in point differential. Yeah, Jesus. yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Next game, not much to talk about. The Patriots just stomped all over the Jaguars. Trevor yeah. Lawrence continues I mean, to suck. I don't, yeah, I don't think we learned anything new from this game. Just more of that the Patriots can beat bad teams really well, and Trevor Lawrence still has you know a little ways to go to becoming a good quarterback. Yeah. Um, the next game, I was so pissed off, man. Because all I have to root for nowadays is draft pick positioning. Just because no. I'm like, get the Giants a high pick to mess up. And the Jets have the same record as the Giants. They win the tiebreaker. They're going to win the tiebreaker. So I'm like, come on. I didn't think they had a chance. Suddenly, the Jets get out to this really large lead against a really good team. And they keep holding on. And then the situation ends up. Two minutes left. The Jets are up four, and it's fourth and two. Two full yards, by the way, in Bucks territory. And Bucks are out of timeouts, and I fully support going for the first down because I think you know you, you have a chance of icing the game. Hundred percent, the right move. The play call, which was a QB sneak, and not like a, a not like a creative like option. Like it was just straight up try sure, to get yeah. like half a yard play. And it got blown up because, one, the Bucks have really good defensive tackles, like Vita Vea, who blew it up. Yeah. And main, I mean, two, 
why QB sneak? Like, like this wasn't like a yard or like half a yard. Like you needed two full yards. That's six feet. Like, yeah, it's just that's not a six feet play. It I know. Really so I know. Play. After the game, uh, Sala, like in his post game interview, or whatever, he said that it was a miscommunication for that play to be called. But why is that even an option on fourth and two? Because usually, I'm like, obviously, I don't play football, so I don't know how this goes. But I'm pretty sure what it is is like going into the play call, right? You have your one set play that you're gonna call, and then you have a bunch of like audibles around you that you might, you know, switch to. Why is a QB sneak one of those options? That makes yeah. zero sense. Something that made even less sense though in this game was the actions of Antonio Brown. Um, I, I forgot about that. I was so sad yeah. on how, how mad I was about that play call. By the way, they lost because Tom Brady. Yeah, the Jets Tom, did lose this game. Tom Brady. So, but yeah, Antonio Brown. Yeah, that was something. <laughs> I hope, like, it's, it feels weird to comment on, but I just hope you know, some way he can get help because he clearly like has something going on, and whatever it is, I hope it can be fixed. But I don't think he's going to be on a football team for a long time. No, I mean, I didn't think he would ever come back to a team after the whole th- stuff in Vegas or yeah. in Oakland. And then he did. And the team he went back to very much seemed like a last resort, like last chance. I mean, yeah. Brady said, I'm going to try to take him under my wing and try to get him right. Yeah. And I mean, this dude, I mean, clearly he's mentally ill. I don't know what, uh, I'm not going to try diagnosing this dude, but like, yeah, he's clearly mentally ill. And, this what happened today. If you don't know, I mean, he undressed with to being shirtless on the field, threw his stuff into the stands, gave a peace sign, walked out the door, and then yeah. after the game, Aaron announced he was cut. Someone released a video of them of him like in their car. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, like, driver. but I mean, th- it's over for him. Like, I mean, yeah. it, it, this was a Tom Brady and Bruce Arians taking a shot on him, mm-hmm. and. He, like, and and he lost the shot, and they, like, yeah. and and that's as simple as that. No one, I mean, like, it, like no one's gonna take a chance at this, yeah, because he's I not think, good enough. Exactly. I think the other part that matters too is that no, like, on an on the field aspect, it hurts the box a lot because now they don't have a second receiver to Mike Evans because Chris Godwin's yeah. already out. AB was that guy, and Mike Evans is, like playing hurt too. I know they have a couple of good like young guys like Jalen Dart and Tyler Johnson. I don't know if Scotty Miller is healthy or not, but that's something to look for as they get into the playoffs now. Yeah, no, no, I mean it, it hurts them. 100%. Yeah, for sure. And but damn, man, if the Jets could have pulled this one off. <laughs> I mean, honestly, if I'm a Jet fan, I'm very happy with the result of this game because no, that would like went looked exactly really good against a really good Your team. Rookie and, QB played well. Yeah, and, and now you're and and you're still lost, so you exactly. still have the third pick. So, I'm happy with that. I'm a Jet fan, yeah. not as a Giant fan. Nothing went well for Giant fans. Nothing ever goes well. Um, next game, Titans just demolished Miami. Yeah, Tua didn't look good at all today. No, um, yeah, the Titans are really good, and yeah, yeah they're I think really it's good. Really funny that. Deontay or Dante, I, I don't know. I hope I pronounced that right. Uh, Foreman has been performing pretty well, even though everyone said, "Oh no, they're gonna suck without Derrick Henry." 
Hmm. Curious. Curiouser and curiouser. Like, no, I mean, like, Henry is a legit running back. Like, yeah, he's, he's bet. Like, I mean, like, this dude is better than Dante Foreman. Right. But, you know. Yeah. They're there's still winning games without him because, you know, maybe you don't need that running back. Yeah. Um, Although I mean Henry's fun, like yeah, no, he's really good. That, dude, yeah. that dude's like, I mean, that, yeah. that dude's a north-south Brandon Jacobs, but faster. Like, yeah, I I love Derrick Henry. Yeah, hopefully a good recovery. Um, I hope the Titans can get healthy. If they get Henry back, Julio stays healthy. They'd be a fun team in the playoffs. I don't know how far they go, but they'd definitely be fun. Yeah, I, I still, I mean, despite what I've seen from the other teams, I still don't see someone beating the Chiefs. Yeah. In the playoffs. But that, I mean, that's just because Patrick Mahomes. Right. But, I mean, you know, the Pats are a good team. Mac Jones fits perfectly there. The Bills have been good. I mean, the Titans, obviously, right now are the one seed. Yeah. Bengals, Burrow. I think, yeah, Burrow. I think, like, they have four main contenders in the AFC, assuming the Chargers make it in. Because Buffalo, Cincy, Tennessee, and Los Angeles, I think, could all get the real fits. I think Indianapolis could. I mean, Wentz is Wentz. And yeah. Back lead, but, I, I mean, that, that, that team's found ways to win games against good teams all year. Yeah. I don't know. I just don't think Wentz could keep up with Mahomes. That's valid. Yeah. Uh, last game of the 1 o'clock slate, Philadelphia-Washington. Um, Philly's been playing really good football. Yeah. I mean, the they're, Eagles they're, are good. Yeah. Yeah. They're I mean, good team. They have a great future ahead of them. And, you know, they kind of accepted that. This year wasn't supposed to be this their year, and yeah. they still turned it into a good year for them. No, and, and I mean, and they were, I mean, I remember in the offseason, like, people mocked that press conference yeah. with their new coach, and, you know, maybe it was, I mean, I, I, don't, I, I still don't think he's a great coach, but still. like Yeah, no, they were really good today. Like, Hurts. Yeah, that's a good one. He played really well today, actually. Yeah. And I know, like, everyone says, like, oh, he's not a good passer or whatever. Like, he played pretty well today for, you know, a guy that can't throw the ball. He had, like, 0.38 EPA per play. Pretty impressive. Yeah. I I don't think Hurts is a franchise quarterback. Yeah. But – and I don't think that Philly's probably – I doubt Philly makes a big run in the playoffs. Yeah. Which they clinched their spot in. But, I mean, you can't, like, just look past – what they've been doing in the last few weeks. I mean, they're they're a good team. I mean, ever yeah. since that that weird loss against the Giants, they've been mm-hmm. playing really good football. And plus, like, they started the year two and five too. Like, yeah. they could have easily just you know packed it in and like say, all right, let's get a good draft pick, like whatever. No, but, it's a uh, resilient. It's a resiliency. Yeah, it's a really good team too. And like, they lean on their strength too. Like the past couple weeks, like they knew like Hertz obviously wasn't the greatest passer, so they kind of you know lead into the run game and they have like three legit running backs on that team a great o-line so you know it's bound to work they also have three first round picks in the next yeah. draft so yeah they're, yeah. they're good they make some moves yeah. on team. that's been nice um you know the thing with the nfc east how it's like it's always a new division winner each year yeah it's gonna be the eagles next year i could see that yeah because three first round picks development of hurts i'm pretty sure they have decent yeah. uh cap space now too Cause they yeah, because they they took building. they took so much dead they, they capped this year. Yeah. They took they took I, the most dead cap ever. Yeah, yeah, I'd say the Eagles division winners next year. Who won? Uh, Washington won last year. Right? Washington. Washington won last year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
it was kind of, it wasn't nice, but it was like a nice change of pace at least to have this year's like division be settled very early yeah. and not have all of that like BS. Like you know, the Giants could slip in at five and twelve. Like yeah, that's yeah. like that really annoyed me last year. I remember like I was probably in the very small minority year, but I was like rooting against the Giants to get. I was. I was. I was. Like, it wasn't going to benefit them in like any way. Well, I was rooting against this because I was under the impression that missing the playoffs would mean Gettleman got fired, yeah. and it didn't. <laughs> but like, no, but still, I was like, because it, it's just like like going six and ten. Did they go six and ten or five and eleven last year? Six and ten. Right? They went. They still they won. It was seven and no six and. And they went six and ten. Hold on. Check it out. Yeah, it was six and ten. You're right. Yeah, so like six and ten is not progress. No, but I, but I, but so, so if the Cowboys last year went won ten games and won, or Washington won ten games, won that division, I think Gettleman's probably fired. Yeah, and 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 no one and they were not the Giants organization's probably not looking at Judge as this like great coach. It's just right. that they were in the running because this division was historically bad. Yeah, so that six and ten seemed good even though it was just another bad season yeah it's just hidden like, by the fact that the like, whole division sucked yeah it's as simple as just like the perspective around it and like i don't know hopefully the people you know evaluating our team are smart enough to realize like they won a shitty division it was really all it was yeah. that's what it would have been if they didn't win yeah and the and even like the eagles not playing hurts kind of gave them another excuse yeah excuses they always like having to say oh well if they played Hurts, we win that division. Like, okay, that was that was a legendary night on Twitter when all that's the Giants true. players started. That was objectively like I, I mean, like once we won the game, I kind of got into the mindset of like, I'd right, screw it. Like I want to watch them yeah. in the playoffs, and I was like, okay, went, and then I was like, is that was it? What did they play? Nathan Peterman mm, <laughs> or my buddy Nate Sudfeld? Nate Sudfeld. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, what is happening? Oh my god! I mean, right move, hundred percent by the Eagles. But um, yeah. Moving on. Um, Denver got their asses kicked by Chargers. Yeah. Chargers, another weird, weird team because they are really good. Yeah. But then they, I mean, they got embarrassed by Houston last week, mm-hmm. which is a weird team to be embarrassed by because Houston sucks. And then they come in against mm-hmm. a, a good Denver team, specifically a good Denver defense. Yeah. And they drop thirty four on them. I think. So a large part of that was I know Denver was out a bunch of starters just because of COVID and injuries. So their team, you know, kind of wasn't really the same. They were obviously starting Drew Locke at quarterback. So okay. I felt like the Chargers were a pretty easy pick to win that game. Um, and they they did basically everything they had to do to, you know, keep their playoff hopes alive. Herbert, he needs to get in the playoffs. So please, yeah. for like God's sake, beat the Raiders next week. I know though, so they flexed that game into Sunday night, I'm pretty sure. The Chargers Raiders. And uh Herbert in prime time is like unreal. Like I'm pretty yeah, sure he's yeah. played five games and has like a point. I want to say like two eight or even three EPA per play. So like uh, I'm looking forward to that. Hopefully, oh, you know. I love Justin Herbert. Like yeah. this dude it's I mean, it makes me sad every day how much the Giants loved him, and then they didn't. They ended up not getting him, but like, he is just so good, and like, and the amount of hate he had coming out of college, like, I mean, people thought that Tua was so much better than yeah, 
and he has been legitimate. I mean, he's going to be an MVP candidate very, mm-hmm. very soon. Um, yeah, yeah, I think I mean, the Chargers are going to be the force, and I still forget that they play in LA. Yeah, <laughs> I just they got to win next week. I don't think anyone wants to watch Derek Carr in the playoffs compared to Justin yeah, Herbert. I mean, Justin Herbert versus because right now, as it stands right Two now, two seed would be Mahomes. Yeah, I mean Her- Herbert Mahomes would be an amazing wild card so matchup. Versus Carr getting his ass kicked, like it wouldn't be like Carr, like like they would lose, and and the Chiefs would win that game. I, I think. Mm-hmm. Well, although didn't Vegas beat them earlier this year? In one of those, like it was similar. Yeah, I think it was but, one but that wouldn't happen. I mean, I don't. It, it's the playoffs. It's playoff Mahomes. Yeah. I want I want to see Herbert Mahomes. Everyone else does. So maybe if the NFL wants to fix that Week 17 game, a Week 18 game, a bit, which you know maybe they do, maybe they don't. Yeah. Um, <laughs> moving on. Houston, San Francisco, San Francisco, b- really boring game. It was no score until like midway to the second quarter. Yeah. I was rooting for Houston for draft week reasoning. Maybe, thinking maybe they could, you know, get some of that magic from last week. They could not. Um, yeah. So San Francisco, they're kind of similar to Indianapolis, where they're a very well built team. I like their team. And their quarterback is just not a quarterback to win a Super Bowl with. I know they yeah. made it with this quarterback, but they're not well, I mean, that again. The thing. today for them was that Trey Lance played, and he played pretty well, honestly. Oh, Lance played today? Yeah, because Garoppolo like, had a thumb injury or something. So Lance played pretty well today. He had a .22 EPA per play. I know the big thing, though, was he stretched the field a lot. Like So Garoppolo's average you know, depth of target this year has been 7.7. Lance today was 11.6, which is pretty encouraging. I think a lot of that, though, is also, you know, rookie QB wants to take deep shots, so that's yeah. a good one there, too. But And that's also Lance's bread and butter. I mean, yeah. he, he's coming out of, the, of college as a deep ball threat. Exactly. And, I mean, but you know, that's how you utilize the kind of weapons that San Francisco has. Yeah. So De- Debo know. thrives on that. Debo had a forty-five-yard touchdown today on one of those deep balls. I mean, you know, like that's how you, that's how you win. Yeah. With no, Lance. I, think, I don't know what they do next week is going to be interesting now because I'm pretty sure San Francisco has to win next week if they want a shot. So I don't know. I'm assuming they're going to start Jimmy G again because. They're playing a good Rams team, but Trey Lance, he's fun. Play him. Yeah, I think that I'm looking at the right now. Looking at the NFC, it looks like the only other team that could make it are the Saints. Uh-huh. They're eight. They're eight and eight. San Francisco's nine and seven. So, and I, I would assume if okay, San Francisco hasn't clinched it yet, need to, yeah. That that the Saints own the tiebreaker. So yeah. next week they're playing in LA, and the Saints are playing. Atlanta. In Atlanta, yeah, which is every oh, game the Saints can win, yeah. so that'll be interesting to see. Um, yeah, definitely. Next After game. that was Arizona versus Dallas. Arizona won 25-22. I thought Arizona was going to blow them out, but Dallas kept it competitive, so props to them. But I don't know. I just think they got some untimely calls. Mike McCarthy does not know how to use timeouts for the life of him. I don't it's, understand that, man. Like, like <laughs> I've played Madden my whole life. I've never t- – well, actually, I touched a football field in fourth grade for one season, dominated as a tight end. But, like, I'm not a football player. I don't know football. But I know 
the time management's not that hard. Yeah. Like, it, no, it's, it's just like the it part just where it Sorry. just seems like no, you're good. It's just like burn your timeouts, just use them whenever you want. Yeah. Miscommunication. But second half, like, just have one have just good communication, and then just hold your timeouts for, yeah. two, for after two minutes. That's what I always do. Yeah. I always have three timeouts in Madden. <laughs> yeah, no, the part that really burned them too was the fact that. So after McCarthy took his last three timeouts, all before the two-minute warning on top of that, he uh, Chase Edmonds fumbled, but they didn't call it. The refs called him down. That's a play you need to challenge, but McCarthy didn't have any timeouts left. So, you know, yeah. that, that was a big swing because that allowed the Cardinals to just run out the clock, whereas the Cowboys could have got the ball back, you know, to tie the game up. So that's a, that's a problem there. The Cardinals another weird team. Yeah, no, I don't. Uh, I don't I, believe in them for the playoffs. Missing Hopkins obviously blows. They still don't have JJ Watt. I'm pretty sure, but I don't know. You can always get that outlier game where Kyler plays like you know QB one and puts on, which he did today. So props to him. Yeah, I don't like. I'm just looking at teams in the playoffs as of right now. In the in the playoff base for in the playoffs for the NFC would be. In this order, Packers would get the bye, then the Rams would play Philly, the Bucks would play the Niners, and Dallas play Arizona. And I don't, I mean, I think the Packers are legit. I think that the Rams may, I mean, maybe. I, I don't, I, I don't, I'm not, and the Bucks, I, I mean, the Bucks, you can't ever count out Brady. So, like, yeah. I'm like the NFC. There's really no even it, the it's NFC. It's really I mean, wide open. I think the whole Super Bowl this year is wide open because yeah. I mean the Chiefs have not looked as dominant as they have in years past. Yep. And that's always the and then and the Packers have really looked like the only dominant team in football. But you never know. The Packers would probably probably be my pick, especially with how Rodgers has been playing. So like, but I don't know. Like, like it's a very it's just it's completely wide yeah. Open. No, it's really wide open. I think. Dak was weird today too, cause he his average depth of target was four point five, and like I know Michael Gallup got hurt midway through the game, but you have three really good receivers still without you know Gallup, Schultz, Lamb, and Cooper, so that did, that doesn't really make much sense to me. I don't know. I felt like they were kind of just like handicapped today. Yeah, and it's weird because they're. Uh... They're usually a more aggressive team. Dak has also been weird this year. He's been like, like I don't want to say an average, but he hasn't been like. He's been. I mean, as someone who had him in fantasy and was disappointed by him week after week, like, he's been pretty mid, especially given yeah. his receiving core. I can't believe I just said. You no, know, he hasn't been amazing this year. No, um, but yeah, moving on to Saints Carolina. Uh, uh, just there's no reason for anyone to have watched this football game. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it, it, it just it's such a nothing game. If you like willingly want to watch Taysom Hill versus Sam Darnold, like, come on, come. you must love football. Yeah, I think again, nothing new comes out of this. Carolina's a mess, they have problems. Um, and New Orleans needs a quarterback and wide receivers. Yeah, and and Carolina has problems that probably weren't fixed by just firing Joe Brady. No. For not running the ball enough. <laughs> like just I don't know. 
yeah, Carolina also was rooting for them to win. They didn't for, for draft pick reasoning. Horrible, horrible day. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah. the Saints are have nothing going offensively without a quarterback because Taysom Hill, who I think did they are they extending him? Isn't there something else with their restructuring his contract or something? Years, I think. I don't understand the taste. Of, I mean, he's just—he's just a big guy. I mean, he's—he's yeah. he, he's good at options, I guess, but he's obviously not a good enough running quarterback, or else he would be better at it. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Um, moving on, Seattle, Detroit, Detroit's offense. I, I know Seattle dropped fifty-one. We can obviously talk about that, and Russell yeah. Wilson was great, but. I mean, Tim Boyle had point two six EPA per play. Yeah. <laughs> what the hell? Seattle's uh, defense was pretty bad today. Equinamia St. Brown is legit. I really like him. Yeah. Um, no, no, oh, no. Equinamia St. Brown. Oh, no, he, no, that's Armandra. Yeah. Yeah, that's not his name. Equinamia's is that brother. Yeah, they got, there's another one. I read an article about them that, like, they're – one, I think that their dad's last name was just Brown, but for them he added the Saint, oh, and his and for his wife was like a like just like just an insane athlete. And he when his kids were born, he like wanted them to be like NFL or just insane athletes. So he gave, yeah. and he gave them three like insanely weird and distinct names because he wanted people to recognize their names, which is kind of sick. Yeah, they're like one of the most athletic families I think ever. It's insane because the third brother I think is also, I think he's in, uh, yeah, Osiris St. Brown. Yeah, that's at Stanford right now, and who's Osiris is a sick name, right? There's a Monra Equinemius, which is just I don't even know what that means. That's just sick, and Osiris, which is just awesome. I think they're all Egyptian derived, right? Because I'm pretty sure. I don't know anything. I, I think Osiris. I know Osiris. Is. I don't know anything. Yeah. Yeah. Sick, yeah. Man. I don't know. It's cool though. I wonder how long took that kid to learn how to spell it. <laughs> Dude's like six. Seattle. Like, Seattle like, like eleven years old. Today. Like, how the hell do I spell my name? What is that now? Seattle dropped fifty points. Yeah. <laughs> Russell Wilson, man. Like, you know what? Maybe yeah. he is a top five quarterback. <laughs> Dude, 0.54 EPA. Tim Boyle had 0.26 EPA per play, and Wilson doubled it. Yeah, no, like, I'm pretty sure DK had three three touchdowns. DK, DK is yeah. awesome. No, I mean, they're, they're, they are weirdly – they had a really bad year, and if they don't touch it in the offseason, I think they'll come back next year and be fine. Like, yeah. if they run it back, then I don't think they're Super Bowl contenders anymore, but yeah. they run it back, they're probably, they're 6 and 10 right now, they're, they're probably 10 and 6. Like, yeah. not having an injured Russ was really bad for them, but they're, they're a solid team. And yeah. if only, I mean, they had a really bad loss to Chicago last week. They came back. Detroit, though, I mean, like, listen, I mean, if you're a Detroit fan, this season has sucked, but you've got some things to look forward to. I mean, you have a top two pick, you're going to get. A really good edge rusher, obviously, out of that. Mm-hmm. And then, I mean, the offense looked really good today. Yeah. They've had some fun wins, and Campbell seems like a really good coach. And they actually, it's like, sorry to interrupt you, but like, they actually have like pieces that's like they can build off of. Yeah. Because like, like you mentioned, St. Brown, you still have DeAndre Swift there. You have a really good O line. Your defensive line's coming into shape. Ali McNeil, a um, couple other guys. 
your quarterbacks, uh, there's the one, Amani. I'm not going to try to say his last name because I know I'm going to butcher it, but he's been really good too. Like They have pieces to build around, so it's pretty encouraging. Yeah, they just need a quarterback. Yeah. Always the problem in this league. I could see them end up taking a quarterback with that top two pick. Just because, like, I feel like even in prior years, it's like no one wants a quarterback. No one wants a quarterback. It's a bad quarterback draft. And then one or two guys during the draft season just skyrocket up those boards. And, like, you know, if Detroit falls in love with one of those guys, I could see them saying, I mean. Well, they have the Rams' first round pick. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, they have two firsts this year because they pick at 28 again this year, projected. Hmm. So they could take a quarterback there. They could do that, yeah. Yeah. They could also move up with a pick or – Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they could go go edge rusher then, you know, there's probably going to be a good amount of guys available in that second round range. So they could do that too and just try to get a guy to compete for the job. Mm -hmm. That that would probably be the better move. I I, I just think I could see – just because I mean, like how like how Trubisky skyrocketed up boards, like yeah. guys just randomly. I mean, There's the team falls in love like with someone. one one guy. I think it's going to be Kenny Pickett that gets taken pretty I think so too. Yeah, and I mean, and you look at like right now on Tank, the draft order right now. Jacksonville's not taking a quarterback. Detroit maybe. Houston is probably not. I mean, they could, but Mills has looked okay this year. I could see them trying to run it back with him another year. Yeah, maybe, maybe not. I think the Jets are going to get Mills another year. The Giants, I don't, I, I, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I wouldn't be mad that's, if they did, not. but I don't know. Yeah, Carolina needs one. Um, the Jets aren't going to take one. Giants again. Yeah. <laughs> Washington could use one. I, yeah, there's a good amount of teams that could use a quarterback in that, and, and Atlanta could, and so could Denver actually. Yeah, and there's a there's a few teams in that top. There's always could, teams that need quarterbacks. Yeah. It's it's, it's a quarterback league. Yeah. Um, speaking of a team that needs a quarterback, because Kirk Cousins is not good, uh, the Vikings got their ass kicked by the Packers. I didn't realize Cousins didn't play. Um, it's just Sunday Night Football. Yeah. Yeah. He's not vaccinated, so. Oh, didn't know that. Yeah. Well, I knew I knew, I knew he was vaccinated. I didn't, know, I didn't realize he. Had yeah, yeah, yeah. That's uh so that that would have been a hell of a battle between him and Rodgers. Um, <laughs> so the, but, I mean, man, Rodgers is so good. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, the Vikings are they're a mess. I'm Mike Zimmer is gonna get fired after this year. Um, not playing Kellen Mond was one of the most just mind-boggling decisions in a while. Because you know you draft him in the third round, find out if he can like play. Or not, but no. Let's well, they start. gave him three plays. Yeah, you have to understand. <laughs> he got his chance. <laughs> yeah, he got one drive. And then on the Packers side, they you know they did more of the same that they had been doing this year. Rodgers to Devonte Adams is unreal. It's really hard to defend that, let alone like double coverage or single. So, yeah, good luck with that NFL teams. Yeah. I don't the Packers it seems like every year they kind of just they go they fall off whatever I, I don't know how Rodgers only has one ring because I, I think he's the best quarterback of all time yeah I mean he's just he's unreal I mean the man can make any throw and he's having another really good season he had a couple down years then last year he was ungodly this year he's been really good 
Um, yeah. yeah, the Packers are probably, yeah, no, probably my much, Super Bowl favorites. Not much to say about them. And they, they, they've been pretty dominant this year. They're the only team I could say that's been anywhere close to dominant. Yeah, I so, think you know, a lot of people forget that they absolutely forgot how to play football week one against the same Yeah. No, it's, it's a like, weird loss. How yeah. far ago it was now, it's like people kind of just like put it out of their minds when like it did happen. Yeah. Since then, they had a tight loss to Kansas City and a tight loss to Minnesota. Yeah, and, and that loss to Kansas City was without um, Aaron Rodgers. Which is a half loss. <laughs> <laughs> a half loss. Like, they're, they're, they're fine. Yeah. They're going to be really, 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 really good. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so that's – well, there's tomorrow well, – no one tonight, cares about whatever. the Brown Steelers. Yeah, it's two teams that it are eliminated from playoff contention, I believe, right? They're, yeah, they got eliminated, so that game doesn't have any implications, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Um, well, uh, I guess for Pittsburgh, it, mm, I don't know. I don't – yeah, I don't know. Well, I guess if Pittsburgh wins – yeah, I think it matters for Pittsburgh. I think Pittsburgh needs to win. If they go 8-7-1, who's – Because then they win next week, they're 9-7-1, and, and, like, Baltimore loses – well, no, I don't think it will if matter. It's nine seven. No, no, because one of the Chargers are yeah. So I don't think it wins. Yeah, so that, I don't think it matters. Yeah. Um. Although, yeah. wait, if the no, yeah, it matters. No, oh, no, 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 it does matter no, because no, no, because it has playoff implications. Because one of the Chargers of Vegas will end up at ten and seven. Yeah, but, but there's if still the Colts, Colts. lose. Yeah, the Colts. If the Colts lose next week, Pittsburgh wins the next two games. Then they're nine seven one. Colts are nine and eight, and they would have the seventh seed. Um, math, but yeah. yeah. So, but I, I don't. So we figured out that it matters. I I don't really care. Yeah, I don't either. <laughs> I hope both teams lose. I just I don't like Pittsburgh. I've never liked Pittsburgh. I don't like Big Ben. I hate Big yeah. Ben. I don't want to watch them this year. I'd yep. so much rather watch Indianapolis and the Chargers make the playoffs. Like yeah, that's ten times out of ten. So yeah, that's it. Yeah. Um, I just I was going to, I was going to search for Ben Roethlisberger stats this year, and I typed in Big Ben instead of Ben Roethlisberger. Big Ben. I don't know how to spell. Yeah, Roethlisberger. but that game doesn't matter at all in any no. way to like me. So I'm, I don't think I'm going to watch it. I'd agree. Yeah. Yeah, so I think that's every game. And then we have one more little, I guess, segment type thing we want to do where we're just going to talk about NFL quarterbacks and what we view them as in this future. Yeah, in this league, not in this future. Yeah, let's yeah. do it. So I think just in general, I think when you're like you're ranking players and stuff, <clears throat> It's best to go with tiers, not um, like individual one, two, three, four, five, six, because a lot of the times, you know, the difference there is like really negligible, so it's not really worth getting into. Yeah, yeah. that's why I like tiers better. I would agree with that. Yeah. So. Um. I, yeah. Go, go on. Yeah. Um. Best way to do this, I broke it down into like seven-ish tiers. I think. Yeah. So I did one basically of just like all like the rookie quarterbacks from this year because we still need to see more from them. Yeah, that's um, right. But then starting from the top, I did – so you have your undisputed franchise quarterbacks, right? Yeah. So I did their – the 
giveaways, Rodgers, Mahomes, Brady. I added Herbert, Josh Allen, Burrow, and Deshaun Watson if he does play again. Yeah, I was, gonna, I was about to ask you about Howard yeah. Watson. No Russell Wilson for you? I don't think – okay. I think he is a franchise quarterback, but I don't think he's in the same level of play as those guys anymore. So, like, yes, he's a franchise undisputed quarterback, but he's not as good as those guys. So, like, I put him in, like, the tier right after that. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. Yeah, same um, thing with, like, Lamar. That was another hard one for me. Um, I put him in that tier right after. Yeah, I would agree with that. My top tier, I have Rodgers, Brady, Watson. I mean, I don't think he's ever going to touch the field mm-hmm. again. I do. I still have Wilson up there because, like, I feel like I feel like what he showed today is more dis- more Russell Wilson than yeah. he's been prior. And I definitely Burrow has moved up there. Recent play, um, Herbert's definitely there. Mahomes is definitely there. I, Josh Allen, I'm still so back and forth on. I, I I think it's like he's an MVP candidate and then he's not. And yeah. I I have him in that tier that you mentioned, like with like Lamar. Right below it, yeah. I have him right with, like, Lamar, and that, yeah, that's where that's I kind of see him. I think with, like, a guy like Josh Allen, I think it's more like you just have to embrace the variance that comes with a guy like that because for every game he has against, like, the Patriots last week where he absolutely tore them up, he's going to have, like, duds where they lose to, like, Jacksonville. So, I don't know. I think you got to embrace it, but I think he is – I think he's in that tier. Like, if you ask me right now, like, if he's better than, like – Burrow, I'd say they're about equal, and I think Burrow's like undisputed franchise, so I think Allen is too. That's valid. Yeah. Then after that, so I did like a borderline franchise QBs guys, like you'd love to have them as your quarterback. Uh, there for me, it was Lamar, Russ, Dak Prescott, and Kyler Murray. Yeah, I have um, Lamar, Allen, and Kyler in that second tier, and then yeah. Dak is like, I can't dis- decide. Like he's like yeah, in between can... that tier and the next tier. Like, yeah, I, I just I, there's nothing about Dak that I think he's this like superstar. I think he's just a good. I I think he's a really really good game managing quarterback. Yeah, I, I think he's like he doesn't have like a star ability. Uh-huh. And I don't think that he's a takeover kind of quarterback, which I feel like Kyler and Lamar absolutely can be. Yeah, right no, that's fair. But he's still he's still really good. I'm, I'm not gonna yeah. hate on him. Like he's still a legit quarterback. Right. Yeah. No, I'd be fine putting him like that tier below too. And then for Lamar, obviously, I think the only reason he's not in that top tier is just injury concern, and he's not the same as a passer as those guys. Mm. And this year, too, he's been, like, pretty average, I'm pretty sure, like, EPA per play and those stats, so. And then Kyler, like, this is stupid, but literally my main complaint with Kyler is if he was an inch taller, if he was two inches taller, he'd be, like, a franchise undisputed guy. Yeah. No, I I, I mean, it's, it's like, stupid, but it's It's what it is. I mean, you're being short. I swear, like, every time I like, I start watching a Cardinals game, like, the first thing I see is Kyler gets a pass batted down. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I feel like if he was, like, two or three inches taller, he'd be, like, the best quarterback ever. I think he'll learn, like, you know, like, like Breeze learned how to get yeah, that role, which is why it took Breeze a few years to become that franchise QB. Like, yeah. you know, being short, 
being a short QB, I think that, yeah, it's just something that you have to figure out and some things he'll never be able to get. Like he's, just, he's not going to grow. Right. But, like, I think that he'll end up figuring out a little more just how to maneuver with that. But yeah. as of now, I think he's in that second tier, but he definitely could end up in the first one. Yeah, for sure. I think, yeah, I don't know. I still don't know how to feel about, like, Cliff as his head coach, play caller, too, because, I don't know. I feel like, like, in a total, like, in a sum, he's, like, a bit detrimental to him just because the fact that he doesn't really know how to manage a game, like, from mm-hmm. a head coaching standpoint. Offensive scheme, though, like, I think it's great what they have going on, and just that second half, they got to keep playing through because they always seem to, like, fall off a bit. Yeah. Yeah. So then after that, I was thinking just, like, all right, these are, like, good starting quarterbacks. Um, You'd still, if you could upgrade them, like, you'd love to, but you'd also be fine with them. So I had um, Derek Carr, Kirk Cousins, Tannehill, Stafford, and I was a bit torn on this one, but Carson Wentz there. Interesting. Yeah. Um, I had just in that tier. I have Tannehill, Stafford, Dak, and Kirk Cousins. Yeah. I have Wentz in the tier below. Yeah, I'm. You, I, you, I probably you, would have, you have seven would, tiers. I right? Wentz. I don't. Yeah, Wentz is yeah, probably seven too. lower. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think that that those are all guys that like like I said, I feel that they're just really good game managers yeah with the exception of like i think stafford still has that ability to take over a game because his yeah. arm is ridiculous He'll take over a game though for the wrong team too and just start throwing pick sixes which that, is apparently character trait now <laughs> that's true but yeah. i i think that like he he's the only one of those guys that i feel like does have that like like he has a a superstar quality he's not a superstar but he has one of his trait a superstar trait where he's like one of the best in the league at something and it's deep balls and he's really good at them obviously he could throw a little less picks yeah but i mean even today i mean odell made some great catches but stafford made some great throws so you know i i i think he's a i think all those guys are quarterbacks that can win super bowls with the, the, basically the way and i'm bullshitting this right now but the way i view tiers is that like top tier guys can win super bowls in not great situations then as you go lower it's it's just a it's a direct linear relation direct positive correlation between how much help you need and how good of a yeah. quarterback, or, or no it's a negative correlation but how much help you need and how much good of a quarterback you are so the bottom tier guys need if they were to win a super bowl it would have to be in a perfect situation yeah and these guys i feel like I think Stafford can win the Super Bowl this year yeah. with that Rams team because it's a really good situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's fair. Um, the other guys there, I don't know. Do you, there's this guy on Twitter I follow. Uh, I forget like the handle, but like he covers the Seahawks. I think it's like C Mike Spin Move or something. But I remember a while ago he started like this little bit where it was just like Kirk Cousins is how you evaluate a quarterback, and basically like all the guys are either like. 1.2 Kirks or like 0.8 Kirks or something. Like I remember him saying like Tannehill is like 1.1 Kirks and like Derek Carr is like 0.9 Kirks. I'm like, that's the perfect way to think about it. That's yeah, no, that makes like he's just I feel like he's perfectly mediocre. Yeah, because like, like Kirk's like the definition of like you know a good quarterback that's not going to win you stuff. Yeah. So he, he's yeah. the definition of a needs a good situation. 
Exactly. And like the Vikings had a good situation and they didn't. And that's, and, and like, it, it, I feel like it's not that his play has really maneuvered year by year. It's mm. just that the situation around him has versus a guy like Brady, who the reason everyone's like, oh, he wins everywhere. Yeah, because he lifts the conversation around yeah. him. I mean, it's something he personally does. And I mean, the Packers last year weren't great. Or, I mean, no, the Packers last year were great. The Packers the year before weren't great. Yeah. And it's because Rodgers' play was lesser yeah, because that exactly. team revolved around him because he lifted everyone around him. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that's how that one is. The next tier, I only have two guys. I just have Goff and Wentz because I don't like putting them on that next tier. Carr's kind of has argument for this yeah. one. But cause I feel like they're better than that, but I don't feel like they're much better than that. Yeah. This Yeah, like the next tier, I just thought of straight as like average quarterbacks. Like that's Yeah. Actually, I'm, I'm putting Carr there, actually. Yeah, so I had, I had Wentz. All right, so for this, though, the context of, like, my next tier after this one being, like, just journeyman quarterbacks is, like, kind of important. So, like, for this one, though, I had Wentz, Winston, Garoppolo, Matt Ryan, and this one, I just have no idea where to rank them, but I put Jalen Hurts there. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. I, I completely forgot about Ryan. I realized yeah, that he's on the Matt Ryan, I think he's still... Ryan's, Ryan's in that middle. I agree with you. Yeah. Him. And then Hurts, like... I don't know. I feel like the stuff he lacks as a you know pure passer and stuff. I feel like he makes up for it with his legs. So I'm like fine calling him an average quarterback. I don't think he's gonna fully stick as a starter, maybe, but he definitely deserves you know a little love. Yeah, I'm kind of also adjusting as we go. I'm yeah. thinking of that as as purely average. I would actually put Jimmy G up there too. Yeah, and Winston yeah. is Winston. I mean, he's. He's been he was really good this year, mm-hmm. and he, he had a surprisingly good year. It's a shame he got hurt this year. Yeah, because I wanted to see what he could do with that team. Yeah, it's, it's a shame that Thomas never came back too. I mean, that, yeah. that, that that's really what's killing them. Um, but yeah, I have Winston in that right below average tier with yeah. Baker, Big Ben, and Hurts. Mm-hmm. Where Hurts, like, I feel like Hurts isn't. I I just don't I don't trust his arm, and he had a really good game this week, but like. Like he, like I, I still don't think that. I, I don't think he's ever gonna win a Super Bowl. Like I just don't trust him to do to do that. Yeah. And I don't know that that's where I kind of see him with like Baker. Like he'll be a he'll be he's gonna be around for a long time. He's a good he's he's good. Like I I would rather have him. I'd rather have him, but he's not that good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, that's that's fair. I think for Jimmy G, it's more like uh, his was weird because he has performed well with two teams now. It's just that both of them are you know really good teams around him. So mm. I'm like, he's not gonna move the needle obviously for you, but like he'll do his job, I guess. And then so the tier right after that, I had it as like journeyman guys, like bridge quarterbacks basically, or like they'll turn into a bridge quarterback. So I had Jared Goff there, Teddy Bridgewater. I think Baker is going to turn into one of these guys. And then I had Daniel Jones and Tua there too. Yeah, I have similar. I have Bridgewater, Heineke. Oh, uh, Heineke should go there. Yeah, I didn't have him. He should be there. Jones and Tua. I think they're, they're all like – Yeah. Like they're not – I don't th- – I, like, I think that you can even just look at the Giants this year and like they were – they never had a good offense – but when Jones was running the show, they had a 
the the offense was below average. They had bad. So I'd say like when they, they had like, Jones, right? They had a bad offense. When, yeah, like Glennon and Fromm have been in. They've had like the worst offense ever. Yeah, I never seen offense like. Yeah. I'm pretty I mean, sure I just saw this, but like today, by like True Sports Media, their EPA per play, the Giants this year, their offense was, so like they recorded 508 EPA per play for like offenses this year. The Giants were 507. So like you know, that's insane. No, I mean yeah. like you know with, with Jones, the team. I mean week. Um, what week is this? Three, four against the Saints. Jones threw for wait, sorry, one, two, three. Yeah, week four against the Saints. The Giants beat the Saints with twenty-seven points, one in overtime. Uh-huh. And this was a Saints team with Jameis, and Jones threw for four hundred and two yards. Like, like, I, and I, again, I'm not trying to argue that the Giants' offense was ever good with him, but it's better. Like, it's it's it's. Uh, it, he's a he needs a perfect situation to be anywhere near successful, but. And but I think he, he's a bridge like you said he's a bridge quarterback. He'll probably yeah. be someone like Fitzpatrick where like he'll come off the bench in like five years and yeah. have like a four hundred yard game and you'll be like what the hell and mm-hmm. then he'll suck the next three games he starts and he'll do that every year. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Same with Tua. He's not a franchise QB. Yeah. Like I. They are. They are just what Bridgewater was three years ago. Yeah. I think uh, guys like Andy Dalton and like Mariota they fit into that tier too. Yeah. I really wanted Tua to be better than he is. Yeah. But I don't know. It's really weird. Have you ever – there's, like, this YouTube video, though, where it's, like, Tua, but, like, his plays flipped. So, like, he's playing, like, a righty quarterback. It looks so much more appealing because I haven't really <laughs> thought about it. But watching a lefty quarterback sucks. It's just – it's, like – it's, it's like having – it's, like, a lefty catcher in baseball. It's, like, that's not yeah, supposed to be that right. way. You know what the, the even weirder part is? Tua's a natural righty. Really? Yeah, his dad had him train as a lefty when he grew up. Well, that's just dumb. Yeah, it's uh, a wrong sport and wrong position to be training yeah. as a lefty. Like, I, I understand if you want to be like a switch hitter in baseball, but yeah. it, 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 being a lefty quarterback doesn't help you because most of the playbooks are with made with righty quarterbacks in mind, and like, just it, it just it, it looks flipped. It feels like you're like watching a mirror. No, yeah, exactly. Like, legitimately, like. For whoever's listening, and like you should too, like watch that YouTube video of Tua playing righty. It's just like mind blowing how much better it looks. Dude's a friend. Dude's an A tier quarterback. If yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But then, so for the tier after that, right? I had like, all right, these are just bad quarterbacks. Like, there's no reason yeah. they should be anything greater than a backup on your team. So that was guys like Sam Darnold, Drew Locke, uh, Cam Newton. Sadly, now. Trubisky, Nick Foles. That was like everyone I thought of. Yeah. And then Yeah. I would agree with all that. And yeah. then, you know, and then obviously the backups in the league are in their rightful place. Yeah. But and yeah. I mean, all it, the quarterbacks, I don't know. I don't really feel like making a claim about any of them just yet. I feel like Mac Jones is gonna end up in that average QB tier. Um, which isn't a bad thing at all for like, you know, a fifteenth overall selected quarterback overall, yeah. Mac Jones, we talked about it when we were doing it back in April, and Mac Jones, I, I, I mean, I, I remember like we were saying like he's gonna win Rookie of the Year. I mean, I don't mm-hmm. know if he will. I don't know if he. I don't up, think he will. But he probably won't. Yeah. But, but but he was my prediction just because like I knew the Pats were gonna end up getting him, and after all the hate he got during, you know, the pre-draft, if he was in any of those top three, or, or if he, top four 
quarterbacks taken situation, he would suck. Well, teams San would still Francisco. Suck. Oh no, yeah, actually, San Francisco. Yeah, you're doing good. Well, he probably wouldn't play because they put they still stick with. Uh, maybe he would. I uh, disagree with that. I think if they drafted Mac Jones, Mac Jones would have been starting, and they would have traded. I, I could see that because because Lance was the same type of project guy. guy. Yeah. yeah, exactly. No, yeah, no, th- that's valid. But but yeah, if he was with the Jets, if he was with the Jags, if he was with the Bears, they're not doing any better. Exactly. And he's in a perfect think, situation because that's what a quarterback like he was a, always a very high floor guy. Like yeah. averages his floor. I don't think yeah. but superstar, but I, I don't think uh, even the eight tiers. I think his his basically his ceiling is Matthew Stafford, Kirk Cousins tier. Yeah. And his floor is the Jimmy Garoppolo tier. Yeah. So like, he's going to be one of those two. Yeah. To add like context to all that. So like PFF, right? They have like their war stat, like their wins above replacement. They calculate through like grades and stuff. So Mac Jones, right? He's been good. He hasn't been amazing, but he's been good. So he, as of like around a week and a half ago, I think. He was at, like, around two wins above replacement, right? So that's, like, I don't know. I feel like this is close to his ceiling, honestly. I don't know how much better he'll get than this. But then every other rookie QB has basically, like, hit their floor in year one. Yeah. And even so, like, Trevor Lawrence is second at, like, around .2 wins above replacement. Then you have guys like Fields, Mills, Lance, Wilson. So they'll all get better. Like, Zach Wilson's looked a lot better recently. Um, Fields, you know, he still has his issues, but he does make a lot of big time plays, um, and certainly offers a lot more than a guy like Andy Dalton or whatever to Chicago. And Lawrence, I don't know, Lawrence, I'm kind of split on honestly, because the fact that he's only thrown two touchdowns in the last nine weeks now is really insane. I mean, and the touchdown he threw today was not him, he he dumped it off like a yard behind the last Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's like Lawrence. I don't I, – like, my basis for him being good was just what everyone told me because I, I don't know enough about scouting. But he, yeah. they said this dude was, like, the best prospect since Luck. So I was like, okay. Yeah, no, like, it's fair. Like, I, I'm sure – He was really good. And I'm sure – and I would – I still don't think he busts. But I don't think he'll ever be, at least nine times soon, in a situation that yeah. would be good for him to the point that – I don't know if he ever reaches that full potential. I still think at the worst he ends up reaching that middle, that middling, that average potential. Yeah. But, I mean, but he has the, I mean, he has traits to be a superstar. Fields does too. Yeah. Wilson, I, I mean, the, the, all, all three of them have very high ceilings, and yeah. Lance especially. Lance has the highest ceiling. I mean, Lance has, he's like in the same Josh Allen mold, uh-huh. or like that, just a big arm, mobile. Like yeah. he, he could be really good. He could be really bad. Um. I mean, they they all could be really bad because they have all been really bad this year. I mean, this is their floor, like you said, because yeah. you saw them play NFL games and do very bad in them. So, I think they'll all get better because you know, most, like rookie QBs usually suck. Yeah, like very few guys are Herbert or Burrow. Yeah, but even like I mean, Burrow when he came in, he was okay. He wasn't amazing. Yeah. So, it's worth thinking about. Do you think Trevor Lawrence signs a second contract with the Jaguars? Yeah. Okay. I think he shows at the very worst signs of good. Like he shows, I think he'll have, he'll end up having at least one like 3,000, 4,000 yard season. Yeah. It's the Jaguars. They have never had a franchise QB. I think that they'll be, that they'll at the very least be like, listen, this dude was the, was like the second yeah, coming I out think, of college. Guess, we can't yeah. just let him go. 
that gets baked into like a lot of contract extensions and stuff like that just like the draft pick status what like it obviously shouldn't be like that's not how it should work but that's how it does so yeah no i mean with i mean if you even look at i mean like something like the barkley contract where it's not we're past the point of the running back thing like he's he hasn't been good the last couple of years yeah but he was you know so hyped out coming out of college that one that teams don't Teams don't want to admit they're wrong, but also Lawrence is one of those guys where, like, you know, if, if jo- like, Jones being a bust, like, the Giants will admit that they made a bad pick if they don't give him a second contract, mm-hmm. but no team is going to be like, wow, that's surprising, because no one really thought he was going to be that good. Yeah. Lawrence, if he busts, will be one of the most, one of the worst busts ever. That's like... That's like a Ryan Leaf type. Yeah, no, like, like, like people were like best prospects since Luck. Yeah. I mean, that's how good he was. He, I mean, he was Harold, He was the number one pick in the twenty twenty one draft, starting in twenty eighteen. Yeah. And I'm watching him in like, playing in Alabama as a true freshman, and they were like, "This kid will be in the NFL mm-hmm. as the first pick in twenty twenty one." So it's like, so that's kind of the that's the standard he's at, and that's where if Jacksonville lets him walk and he reaches that potential somewhere else it'll just be like haha jacksonville uh, once yeah. again and they, they i think they'd rather keep him there for 10 years and him end up being like a jimmy g kirk cousins type quarterback mm-hmm. and overpaid than him walking and the potential of him reaching his full potential somewhere else yeah, yeah, that's just like something where teams don't want to admit that, oh, we messed up, which I don't know. I was thinking about this, but I'm pretty sure it's like a top three market inefficiency in football, just being able to cut ties with players that you know are bad. Like, I don't know, it's such an advantage and teams don't take advantage of it nearly enough, which kind of, you know, bad for yeah. them, I guess, but... I feel like in every sport. I mean, and, and yeah, no, for sure. Sometimes, I, I, mean, like I mean, sometimes it's kind of although just because like the quarterback position is so bad. Yeah, I mean, sometimes I mean it can be a little soulless to say, but like you know, sometimes teams need to like often the best. I think um, his name Seth Partner, the guy who wrote Mid Range. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, like he, I saw a tweet he said, and basically he was saying that. If teams were as smart as possible in basketball, they would be making constant trades. Yeah. Because cutting ties is the right move. But, I mean, obviously these are real human beings and you shouldn't do that because you're supposed to build relationships with people. But, you know, like, in football, it's this. Teams are so scared. And and, and it's the same thing we, we were talking about where John Mayer is so scared of looking dysfunctional. And he thinks that you have to be conti- there has to be continuity to be viewed as functional. That he doesn't want to cut ties with Judge because he yeah. doesn't want another coach during the last two years. It's the same thing. It's just you know if a guy is not good and you don't see and, and not, not you don't see and and, and you and he's not going to reach that potential. You have to be able to see that and try to get his replacement. And yeah. it's just as much as like the Giants passing on Herbert, who they loved in in 2019 and yeah. you know you can't blame them to the point that they just drafted a quarterback top 10 mm-hmm. but they had to know that herbert was gonna be better than jones they thought yeah. that they fell in love with him that's why like, that's why so like this year for the giants right i don't hate the idea of them taking a quarterback mm-hmm. like in the second round or something if you like ritter willis whatever like take them just like b 
be willing to say like, all right, this guy isn't it. Let's draft one of younger Stroud next year. I think that they could go that. Uh, that, that that's the most important thing. As long as they draft him, give him a chance, yeah. and then we'll be willing to say, okay, let's move on. Which I feel like they would be more willing to do if they do it with one of the second or third round picks. Exactly. Because, I mean, they, they did it back-to-back years with Davis Webb and Kyle Araleta, where mm-hmm. they were like, they spent these mid-round draft picks on quarterbacks. They never actually gave Webb a shot. And then they gave Kyle Araleta like two games. Like, yeah. like I, I mean, they never really gave him a shot, but it was like, but it was still, they, they, they were more willing to move on from mid-round QBs because when you draft the guy in the top, 10, which they'll probably have two top 10 picks. Hopefully, hopefully the Bears lose next week. But they just got two top 10 picks. You're putting you're putting your cards on that guy. He's a franchise. Yeah. You don't draft a guy in top 10 to not be a franchise guy. Yeah. So no, sure. I feel like they they'll be way more willing to to draft the guy, give him a shot, and then move on if it doesn't work out with a third or second round pick. Mm-hmm. But it's also it's not just if it doesn't work out cuz you shouldn't judge guys based on their rookie year only cuz uh, cuz then we'd be saying the Jags should cut Lawrence. But you know, if you draft the guy in the second round or third round, there's a reason they fell that far. Right. And if n- you have another horrible year and the next year you end up in with a top 3 pick in a really really good quarterback draft 2023, you have to be willing to say Okay, this kid looks like he could be solid, but we have a chance at a franchise yeah. quarterback here. Yeah. And you have to be willing to get because you need you not want to you need to you need a franchise quarterback to win a Super Bowl nine times out of ten. Like you have a Nick Foles once in a blue moon, but that's not usually what happens. Yeah. So they have to be willing to get rid of the guy whose ceiling is mediocre in for the guy whose ceiling is franchise. A lot higher, yeah. Yeah, I think to, we should wrap this up soon. But basically, like, yeah, for the Giants, like, I would not hate it. I would actually like it if they went into, like, next year, right? You trade Jones, get whatever you can get for him, sign, like, a Mariota type, and draft a guy in the second and start that rookie. It's not what's going to happen because that's just not how franchises work. But I wouldn't hate that. I mean, I wouldn't even be mad about – Taking the, I mean, like, I wouldn't be mad about getting rid of the Mariota type part and going with Jones as a backup. Like, I, 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 or even yeah, as your fair. original starter, think, well, giving this kid, like, I just, if you take on a second round, I feel like you have to start him. If you take yeah. on a third round, I think you can let he him start as a backup. He can start as a backup, and then if you get off to a really bad start with Jones, yeah, you can bench Jones. It just, you have to have a willingness to bench that you, guy. It's, yeah, yeah. To, to bench guys, like. like I mean, Jones would be a really good backup. <laughs> I would love Jones as a backup. Like, yeah, they they just and Jones is probably gonna get hurt. I mean, that's something that you like. Even if Jones was playing out of his mind when healthy, mm-hmm. he is injury prone. Yeah, I mean, that's really something. I mean, we took it for granted with Eli because that man never literally never missed a game. But I mean, Eli. I mean, not Eli. Daniel Jones is an injury prone quarterback who plays an injury prone way, and they need a better backup QB to him. So at the very, they, they should be drafting a quarterback, honestly, at and at, at the fourth round at the latest, regardless, just because they probably they don't have money, they're not going to be able to spend a lot of money on a backup QB, mm-hmm. and you, if you want to be somewhat competitive next year, you have to be, you have to understand yeah, that, no, that there's a chance that Jones gets hurt, and you, ha- you can't be stuck with having Mike Glennon and 
um, Jake Fromm playing these last, you know, five games. Because, you know, if you look at these last few games, these aren't teams that the Giants necessarily, like, would have had no shot against in other years. I mean, like... Yeah, we should should save that for another episode, I think. Yeah, that's true. Okay, let's wrap it up. All right. Um, Any final thoughts? No, I think we got everything. Basically, it'll be a fun week. Gave it eight, yeah, I don't know, eighteen of football, and playoffs are gonna be really fun this year. So that's something to look forward to. And yeah, yeah. Um, okay. Hopefully, next time we talk to you, Dave Gelman will be fired. <laughs> All right, that's it for Nerd Speak. For oh my God, what's my name? I'm Adam Koplik. <laughs> for Jay Patel. Thank y'all.